chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount Plus. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, December 30th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfong, is back after a two-week hiatus. Steve, how goes it? Going well, man. How's it going? Couldn't be better. We are in all-star game season. We're going to focus on recruiting today, and we will also make picks for the Rose Bowl. First, 24-7 Sports is behind the All-American Bowl in Texas. Steve will leave for that on Sunday. We'll discuss that in a minute. Right now, the Under Armour All-American game is going on in Florida. There are three and a half future Buckeyes there. By that, I mean Gabe Powers, Kenyatta Jackson, and C.J. Hicks are there. But the guy we're going to talk about today, Duncanville, Texas defensive end Omari Abor, long been the apple of Ohio State's eye. There is an update. Can you please pass along what 24-7 sports learned down in Florida? Yeah, talking to his dad on Wednesday, Omari's going to announce the college decision on Sunday during the broadcast of the game. Kickoff at 2 o'clock on ESPN. Omari Abor going to announce his college decision. Alabama, LSU, Ohio State were the programs that got official visits. Texas and Texas A&M rounding out the top five. He visited them unofficially. He was at Ohio State in the summer for an official return for the win over Penn State in the fall. His dad said then that Ohio State led. I don't think they've relinquished that lead. And when you look at the in-home visits, Larry Johnson down twice, Ryan Day down once. I'm not sure any other program really went in-home. I love where the Buckeyes stand. Now, Omari is not an early enrollee. He did not sign early. So we'll see if Ohio State has to fight to hang on to him, if they do indeed land him. But I do like where the Buckeyes stand going into the announcement. Yeah, I encourage everybody to go read the article. It's on the front page of our site right now. Who do you see as the biggest threat? Yeah, I don't even know the answer to that right now, which is another thing that bodes well for Ohio State going into the decision. Is there a coaching, a particular coaching situation he's waiting on, you think? Well, I just think some kids' process is, you know, they're they're working from the timeline of February being the signing day. And Omari, you know, they made a deep run in the state playoffs in Texas, made it all the way to the state title game, uh, something that they traditionally do over there at Duncanville. So I don't know if February is what they always targeted, but that's when he's going to put pen to paper. Ohio State will likely get a commitment from Amari Abor, and if they're able to hold on to him and then add Hero Canoe, with Caden Curry in the mix, that's quite a haul up front. Let's also talk about the Texas All-American Bowl. You're leaving on Sunday. Bill Curlick expected to be down there as well. 
just as a preview here, people, this is the bowl game you're going to want to follow from a prep standpoint. George Fitzpatrick, Kojo Antwi, Jair Alexander, Devin Brown, Caleb Burton, Caden Curry, Hero Canoe, Carson Hensman. They'll all be down there. So will Steve. So will Bill. We will have complete and total coverage of the Texas All-American Bowl starting on Sunday. And you will want to be locked in for that as the new year kicks off. Now, for you recruit Knicks, we're going to introduce you to a few players today. And then we'll talk about the Rose Bowl after the break. First, a quarterback. Jackson Arnold out of Texas, he's going to be visiting the Buckeyes. Yeah, he wanted to visit during the season, but that's another team, Denton Geyer, who made a deep run in the state playoffs all the way to the state championship game. And Jackson Arnold was one of the breakout stars in Texas high school football this year. Throwing for almost 4,000 yards and 34 touchdowns with just five interceptions. Ohio State quarterback coach Corey Dennis went down there this this fall and saw him throw live and extended him a scholarship after watching one of his games. Dennis also, or Jackson Arnold also rushed for 660 yards and 12 more touchdowns. So brings that dual threat ability, major toughness, um, and a guy that has Ohio State near the top of his list alongside the likes of Notre Dame and Ole Miss and Arkansas, to name a few that have made an impression, but he's got over 20 offers and quickly becoming one of the more coveted signal callers in America. This will be one to follow for a variety of reasons. One is I think Texas is going to be the most interesting recruiting topic over the next, good Lord, maybe even a couple of years, given the fact now that you have Texas back in the mix, really recruiting hard. Texas A&M has absolutely blown up. This is the best recruiting class I have ever seen them put together. So it should be very, very interesting to watch. The interesting thing regarding Jackson Arnold, you know, Texas A&M already has a quarterback commit and Eli Holstein from Louisiana, a big, strong, athletic kid that led Zachary to a state championship uh, down there. And then Texas is obviously all in on Arch Manning. And, and so um, Ohio State able to come in here and, and recruit Jackson Arnold and not really have to deal with Texas or Texas A&M for an, a guy that you know had as good a junior season as any passer in America. That is a very cool piece of information and something to pay attention to people because that is going to end up being a major part of this recruitment. One more new guy to meet, Cedric Baxter, running back, Orlando, class of 2023. Yeah, I think Ohio State's near the top of his list early on out of Orlando Edgewater. He's the number three running back in the country in the top 247. And he's one of three guys that Ohio State's really pushing for early at the position. You guys know Richard Young. You guys know Justice Haynes. I think that Tony Alford, Ryan Day, and company would be just as excited to add Cedric Baxter Jr. as much as those other two. And Baxter, he told me he's definitely going to visit Ohio State at some point. Had a great junior year, almost 1,600 yards rushing, 21 touchdowns. Um, a guy that makes things happen on both sides of the ball. The film's legit. You'll love this kid. Six foot one, 215 pounds. He's college ready physically right now with another year of high school football to go. He's got close to 40 offers. Uh, Ohio State, uh, one near the top of his list. I know he visited Alabama during the fall and had a great experience in Tuscaloosa. This is kind of a statement of the obvious, but I have to imagine it helps Ohio State on the recruiting trail that they gave the ball to a true freshman as much as they did this year in Travion Henderson. Well, I just think that Ohio State's a place where the you know they it's the best players play, and, and and kids on the recruiting trail know that. And sometimes the freshman can get on the field and play early, but sometimes in that wide receiver room, you got to wait your turn. Or uh, you know, it's just uh, 
you know, but they're not afraid to play young guys anywhere. It's, it's a battle to get on the field and people that pick Ohio state know that, I and mean, you got to be cut from a different mentality. And, uh, you know, guys like Devin Brown walking into a quarterback room like that, you know, maybe he'll play as a true freshman, but maybe he'll redshirt. Yeah. Running back though. It's just one of those spots where you really can walk in and get the ball day one. And for them to see Travion pass up Mayan Williams and master Teague on the depth chart. I just think that bodes well going forward. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about the Rose bowl. Survivor 46 is here. And so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Much of the talk when it comes to the Buckeyes this week, and you can get all of our coverage Right now, right on the site, we have Patrick Murphy and Steve Hellwagon in Pasadena. They're probably still sleeping. They'll be up soon. Much of the talk about Ohio State is about who's not going to be there. There's obviously several opt-outs, the left tackle, a couple receivers, the defensive tackle. You've picked Ohio State, I think, every single time we've done this this year. Are you going to break the trend? No, I mean, I think I'll roll with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. I think that they'll bounce back and play well. After a tough showing against Michigan, you know, it'll be, you know, Utah though, they're, they're, they're playing well, man. They've won six in a row, including two drummings of an Oregon team that came into the shoe in September and beat the Buckeyes. So this, this team's playing at a high level right now. They've been dominant uh, in their last six ball games. Uh, um, and, and so they're playing extremely confident uh, and, and they're, you know, they can really run the football behind Tavian and Thomas and, uh, um, you know, on defense, they hit hard and, and they're really good team, team passing efficiency defense. They're in the top 25 nationally there and they can stop the run. So it's pretty balanced defense, a unit that ranks number 11 nationally. So, uh, Ohio state will be tested in that regard. This is a team that scores points. They're in the top 20 in scoring offense. They're in the top 15 in, in, in total defense. So this is a, this is a really balanced football team. We are definitely, in some ways, pulling for Tavian Thomas, who attended high school about 11 minutes from where I'm sitting. If Utah cannot handle the Ohio State passing game, though, I could see Ohio State getting out to a nice lead here. Can Julian Fleming, Mekag Buka at all fill the role of those guys headed for the pros? If they can, I think Ohio State wins big. If not, nail-biter. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 